2: That happens every night. And I ain't never met a river boat dealer that could ever be a friend of mine. Have not. Summer heat never treats me kind, it leaves trouble on my mind. So I'm for a while, putting in my nose. And I'll see you at another time. Sweet. This highway does not know my name. And I don't care. No.
3: More. Don't remotely care. No.
2: My way. for another place. And I got three good tires and a spare.
3: Right to the hook right here.
2: Just a white line tipsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there. Hello.
3: Budget live not so live from the Lobo's Live Bar and Grill here in beautiful southern middle Tennessee. And this is the podcast for Monday, March the 28th, you bunch of low lifers. Hope you're all doing well out there. And if you're wondering why you just got called a low lifer, if you just happen to click on this for some crazy reason, that is what the listeners of this program refer to themselves as. And I'm proud to know, I feel like I know so many of you, uh, all you low lifers out there, and I'm proud you join me week after week after week. And this is Low of July. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, recording a little bit early. Got the Bassmaster Open at Lake Cherokee next week. Got a good one for you today, though. Uh, last week, recorded a little early because I was down at Gross Savant with the boys. And I've got I got to say, real quick. Huge, 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 huge thank you to Doug Miller and Gross Savant for having us down. It was a trip that we will never, I I mean, for me as a dad, it's it's certainly a trip I'll never forget. Fantastic. Probably caught, I don't know, man, uh, over a couple hundred bass in in two days, something just insane. Probably more, honestly, if we're just, it's crazy. I, I haven't. I haven't gone through the footage yet Of everything we filmed But it's just It's going to take a while It's going to take a while We're going to be Lots of videos coming out From down there My man Ryder Got his PB And uh, we just Man we just had a good old time Catching them on all Kind of different things Down there Got to see my old buddy Dennis TJ Spent some time in the boat With both Doug and Dennis Got to see a crawfish Farm operation it was It was cool it was cool. Lots of good stuff down there in Gross Savannah. So look those folks up. They are, uh, it's it's a bucket list trip that you need to take at some point if you love bass fish. You don't have to go to Mexico to catch all the bass that you need to catch to get it out of your system. You can go down there south of Lake Charles, Louisiana, as the band said, and you can go uh, up on Cripple Creek down there at Gross Savannah and get you some bass in the boat. But it, it was fantastic, man. I'll be posting a lot of pictures and, uh, Him videos very soon from it Alright Gross savant So I want to thank some other folks real quick And then we're going to jump into our guests Man we've got uh, two guests today Two guests Super pumped about it Uh First, I want to say huge thanks to StarTron, StarBright, kicking ethanol in the teeth with Right here with this ethanol enzyme fuel treatment A little dab will do you in your tank, it's going to knock it out in your weed eater In your chainsaw, in that side-by-side If you go to store your boat for longer than three weeks, ethanol, man, it'll screw you up Gas is crazy high, crazy high So don't be buying that ethanol-free fuel that's even higher than what's out there uh, On that old regular gas, right? Drop some freaking StarTron I almost said ethanol Try Again uh, Drop some StarTron in your tank Nothing ruins A great day on the water Like an outboard engine that won't run Also, StarTron got got my mug in a commercial Y'all can see that during the Elite Series It was broadcast on FSN during the Classic But me and my man Tra- uh, Tanner Lyon shot that Not Travis's brother But, uh Tannerite, we filmed that up here. It's really cool. Proud to be a part of that. So check that out. Let me know if you see it. But Startron, Star Bright. Back, back on the show. Pro Guide Batteries. Pro Guide Batteries. And they never really went anywhere. But uh, Pro Guide Batteries back in that Express. Back, uh, they never went anywhere in the Express either. But uh, back on the show, supporting Low Budget Live again for this year. Super excited about that, their new lithiums I cannot wait to get up there and burn them down at, uh, at Cherokee you, w- you won't, you won't run them out of juice, I promise you that I use the AGM cranking battery, the 31 series And I'm running their new lithiums as well On my trolling motor side You can use code LBL10 at Pro Guide Batteries. Let them know you're a low lifer So many of y'all did that last year If you're rigging boats this time of year, give them a holler Baitworks they're at the red crest right now with a 40 by 40 booth slaying in that tackle working on something very very special for all the low livers with baitworks right now but I can't even begin to talk about it and I'm so geeked up about it uh, more details to come but baitworks man if you don't want it don't order it from them because they're going to get it to your house so many so many of y'all complain about a lot of tackle retailers out there being a little slow right now And it's hard for them to get things And shipping's crazy But Baitworks, man They're doing an incredible job You can use code Duncan-10 Duncan-10 To let them know you're a low lifer uh, So many things in stock More things coming in every day They just continue to grow And uh, I, I'm super pumped To be partnered with Baitworks We're doing uh, We're working on a lot of things right now So Duncan-10 bait And last but not least Hang the banner Express Boats. I say it after every every day that I get to spend in it. I, I love the boat so much that it's uh, it's obnoxious, really, because most people think, "Oh, you're sponsored or you're this and that." I truly love my freaking boat. Like I enjoy going fishing more because of my boat. I love I love the flooring. I love how shallow I can get. Uh, man, I just I, I love the the Yamaha on the back. I love how the boat performs, and uh, man, we spent. Two solid days, daylight like dark, burn those Duncan boys down in that uh, X-21 down there in Gross Savant And, and, and fished four people, Dennis, TJ, in the boat with me one day, Doug Miller Three of us on the front deck at times, pitching, flipping And, and man, like it just blows my mind how stable it is You don't even really re- realize there are that many people in the boat Tons of room, that front deck is huge, so huge shout out to express for bringing you low-budget live in the Traveling Circus The official boat of the Traveling Circus And building excitement since 1966 Alright, we're going to get into it Here we go Our guest First guest, I should say Our first guest Try to find his number here Our first guest today is a guy I think a lot of I know you all hear me say that a lot, but I do There's they're good people in the sport He's a guy I think a lot of Been knowing him for a couple years now And he made a splash He won the Bassmaster Elite Series Rookie of the Year Back in 2019 He just wrapped up his first win I know he's doing every podcast under the sun But I was not going to not talk To my man Ladies and gentlemen Winner of the latest Elite Series there San T. Cooper Mr. Drew Cook Hello. What's up, Drew Cook? How are you? Pretty good, Luke Duncan. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, buddy. You, uh, you sitting around somewhere shining that blue trophy?
4: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I think that I would just uh, I would take it with me to like Piggly Wiggly and uh, just everywhere. I would never be separated from that blue trophy, especially in the dramatic fashion that you, uh, that you won that joker.
4: It would be a lot easier to tote it around if it didn't weigh like 50 pounds.
3: (laughs) Are they that heavy? Because I've never got the hoist one over my head, obviously, and uh, so it's
4: heavy. It is. And I will tell you this, it's a lot heavier than Lisa makes it look when she just grabs it off that <laughs> table and hands it to you. Well that's because
3: she's been uh practicing reps all week with your 30-pound bags <laughs> that, that all you guys drug out of Santee Cooper. Uh well dude I want to say congrats. I, I know we've text but publicly man I, I I know so many of you guys and I pull for everybody I feel like that you know that I that I care about and that I know a little bit and for me, and I heard you say this, it was such a special win because of the technique. I'm a sight fisherman, and I, I love it. That's my favorite thing in the world to do. I think you're one of the best that's ever done it. I've watched you time and time again on the Elite Series, and you finally got that perfect storm because we don't get that anymore, do we, in four-day tournaments? No.
4: No, it it, it. It seems like that never happens anymore. We always have some type of crazy something mm-hmm. happen. And, it, and it's, would you
3: dare say, like, how long has it been since there's been a tournament completely dominated by side fishing, wire to wire? Like, dude, it's been a long time, I feel like.
4: I, I think that one of the last ones, that was one completely, you know, site fishing might have been you know 2006 whenever they i mean there was like two or three of them
3: preston uh, yeah guy. like was that the year preston one down there preston clark at santee
4: one there ish one at amistad that's right uh there was one more there um,
3: was a harris uh, chain one in there around there somewhere that shaw grigsby won sight fishing yep
4: that was in that time and frame. so so like, but since then, like I, I mean, I know there has been a couple of them. I think uh Prosnick might have won on Toledo Bend or something like that. Maybe, Citation.
3: yeah, yeah. He's a big sidefish
4: um, nut. But yeah, it's not like, um, and well, and I think back in in those days, you know, like Preston and Shaw and and Ish. They were like the only ones That were doing
3: it That was my next question Is do you think that is Because it's been So widely publicized Because for years You had Guido Hibden Was like a guru at it uh, The old Bassmaster Magazine Articles are like Guido and Shaw Telling you how to sight fish um, And when I was coming up I had, a, I had a friend of my dad's Jerry Lawler Team tournament partner And he had fished Ever Starts and different things And he used to come home From these tournaments With his teeth kicked in In the spring And he said son i to tell you something right now, you better. It's like twelve and thirteen, you know, year old years of my life, and he'd say, "You better learn to sight fish. If you're ever going to do this, you better learn to sight fish." Because they were just kicking his butt, and so I took that to heart so much that in ponds and dude, I would I would skip school when they would be on the bed here when I was a kid. I, I would man, it's like Christmas to me, and I, and I'm still that way. And then it's I, when I got on tour, I was like. Well, he was lying because we don't ever get to sight fish. <laughs> yeah. Or there would be 50 people in the one area you could find betters in. You know what I mean? You couldn't mm-hmm. win doing it. Yeah. So I, that, I, I, I 100% agree. It, it, it's crazy, man. So I was so pumped when I saw where you were going, you guys were going, uh, the, the timing of it with the moon, and y'all had some crappy weather. Do you think that the crappy weather at the first of practice – Helped you though Because it kind of knocked them back And kept them coming to you During the event
4: uh, I, Yeah I think so um, But like me and, and they were talking The difference in What happened with us Than what happened in 2006 Whenever those like Really really big bags were, You know 39 pounds mm-hmm. and Stuff like that It was cold then too You know in practice But it had been cold You know for like a month Okay so What happened with us Was You know The week that we were At the Classic It was 80 degrees In Santi And they Were already Some fish spawning They were so laying around Every that day That massive first wave Got split in half Okay And uh, That's why I think we didn't see Those like Monster Weights You know That's That's awesome man So
3: Does it mean more Though winning With that technique To you I mean a trophy's a trophy First time is – and this will be the first of many with you because i have getting to know you over – like you are a – you're an incredible, incredible angler, man, and this is just going to be, a, you know, the stepping stone to a lot more. But with that technique being your favorite, does that just icing on the cake? 100%. Yeah,
4: that's um, awesome, man. Absolutely. Because, I mean, all my buddies from back home, they used to always rag on me and say, oh, you're going to win one. It's going to be, you know – a smallmouth tournament with a spinning rod or, <laughs> you know, it's something just completely out of my element. And, you know, to be able to, to win. And dude, it was like a freaking, like a, a perfect week. Like I knocked, I checked so many boxes that, you know, it was crazy. I, I won wire to wire. I got a century bill, yeah. you know, and, 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 and one. So it was like a, and one side fishing, too, especially because i've i've heard it more in the the last two years but a lot this year you know you can't win sight fishing yeah you just can't do it and forbidden to you know to almost win the harris chain strictly sight fishing yeah and then and then for me to 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 win sight fishing it's like yeah you still can you know,
3: yeah, and I know that guys like John Cox on FLW, he, he, John is like you guys, he's got x ray vision, and he has weighed like when he won at Chickamauga the last year after his tour 2019, he weighed a lot of fish off the bed. I made the cut that mm-hmm. week, I weighed a lot of fish off the bed in that tournament, but. But it wasn't 100% sight fishing that got him that W, you know. So it's like this was purely – I don't know. It was old school for me. And I think – and I'm not a hater on, like, forward-facing, live scope at all. I love it. I like doing it. Uh, but it has changed the face of all tournaments, I feel like. if it, I mean, you look at Brandon Polnick there. Day one, he's out there catching them on forward-facing on a freaking jerkbait. While you're yeah. up there doing your thing. And it's like, this is so crazy to me that these two worlds exist at the same time. And I guess we just never thought about it until we had that technology. Uh, and, of course, Brandon ended up catching a lot, I think, looking at him during the week mm-hmm. as well, like everybody else. But but it was so cool for me. Uh, and I said this after our NPFL event at Cumberland, one on a spinnerbait. Everybody said, it's going to be forward-facing, smallmouth, blah, blah, blah. Nope. Nope, dirty water with a big spinnerbait Meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes, like and now you get this win, uh, freaking sight fishing, looking at every one of them. Man, did all of them? I, I'm intrigued by baits. Okay, and I talk about this a lot because you know pro speak. You you grew up following this sport. Everybody tells you their sponsor stuff. Ah, well, this and that, this mm-hmm. and that. And dude, you are a believer in that
4: fighting frog dude like it's crazy to me you have no idea so before i was ever fishing the opens whenever i was just fishing local tournaments around here like that was the deal and 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 it was you know not very well known you know around my house until you know we started really catching them on it and Dude, I I mean it is one hundred percent I believe in it. It's there's there is nothing that I've ever said about uh, a fight and fight or a and fry or a big bite product really that yeah that I that I don't believe Because and you can ask less from Big Bite. Yeah. I pestered the shit out of him <laughs> for two years to to get a pro staff deal with Big Bite and
3: he just be- because
4: you in, believed in the bait so much a, a, a pro staff deal and and it's turned into a, a really amazing relationship they're almost like family over there and i mean they, the, the fighting frog it's it it's it's done me so well made me so much money that like i don't i i don't know what what i would use if the, like the fighting frog was never created that's dude, like there's just nothing like it
3: so i i've got some and i and i throw it I throw it a lot. I like a lot of Big Bite stuff. They got a new little uh, chatterbait trailer that's freaking stupid good. I don't even really want to say the name of it, but uh, they're selling plenty. I see people posting about it all the time. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Fantastic trailer. And, uh, and and dude, I just I watched you, I guess, at the St. John's, catching them on it a couple of years ago. And I was like, all right, all right. They got another bait that's my go-to bed bait, one of. That little warmouth is dirty <laughs> at times yeah. without dropping too much, I guess. But uh, uh, do you, ha- I'll ask you this because the, the, the fighting frog obviously just won you hundred G's. It's your deal. You also use the, uh, the, the wacky or the trick stick a little bit, I believe too. But mm-hmm. do you have a sneaky, cause we all do. I feel like a sneaky drew cook, tough bed fish trick bait. That you don't talk I about. Do. Okay. Okay. I, I, like, that. I like that. And I, uh, I like
4: that. I like that. Actually, Benton Benton just saw it for the first time this past week. Whoa. Okay. Yeah.
3: No kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because you know, like I know, the ones that are gonna bite They're anybody, they gonna bite. They gonna bite. <laughs> they gonna bite. Yeah. You you throw a damn hot dog in there, they gonna bite it. Yep. The ones that are super hot and heavy, but you go to some of these pressured lakes, you go to some that have had the trolling motor in over their head fifteen times that day. Days, there's some things, and I think we all have them. But I, I wanted to ask you that, and I don't. Obviously, you're not going to tell, and I don't want you to. But I just had to know. Like, do you got? I mean, the fighting frog's fantastic, but do you got something that's kind of all right? This is what I pull out when when they're acting dumb.
4: Yeah, and, and it's not a crawl type bait. It's- yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I love that
3: I'm so intrigued now I love that man Like That's what makes Professional fishing So good And just fishing in general Everybody feels like They got their secrets And they're Keeping them from their buddies Whether you're in a bass club Or the dang League series But that's so funny to me that, that Benton Who is a fantastic Sight fisherman as well He won Was his FLW an all sight fish deal? I can't remember back in the day.
4: Uh, It was all sight fish except for one seven-pounder. He boat swung in the last 20 minutes on a spinnerbait.
3: That's right. That's right. That's right. I remember that tournament. But but Drew kind of came on the scene too, just sight fish, sight fish, sight fish. Like he's always – what is it about y'all's area that creates that? Is it Seminole? Because I know that's one of your primary places like – because, obviously, there are lots of places you can see them there. Uh, is it just a good – you guys have several lakes around there that are just good proving grounds to practice yeah. that? Because, like, the Tennessee River sucks for it because yeah. a lot of different things.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, the lakes that, that me and Benton grew up around, the – but we get to, to sight fish from the beginning of January to the middle of May. Mm-hmm. So – like that much time doing it, you know. Obviously, you're gonna gonna get good at it. But I mean, and every bass isn't doing it at the same time. I no, hate hearing right. that. They all spawn at once. That's the biggest misconception <laughs> ever. Yeah, um, yeah. Keep thinking. And that. and a lot of the a lot of the Tennessee River people are they believe that so much. Oh gosh. Yeah. And and that's not true. I I we fished the college national championship on Pickwick every year i was in college uh it was the first week in june and every year i started that tournament on a bed and fish every year that's right that's
3: right that's right
4: yeah they you know a lot
3: of the big misconception on the tennessee is man they don't bed until that water gets up they're not gonna bed till that water gets up full pool april 15th they're like Okay.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Watch Chickamauga in two yeah, weeks. Yeah.
3: Don't don't go. You know we used to fish a ton of stuff early in the year like that on, on Wheeler and Wheeler's like six feet low, dude. You'd be just wrecking them looking at them uh, at mm-hmm. times when you could when the water was right. Like the Tennessee River, unfortunately, especially lakes like Pickwick, whatever. Like they're in Kentucky, like they're flood zones. It's where they dump all the water. Water fluctuates a ton. So they they. But I always say you catch one on the Tennessee River especially like wheeler wilson pickwick you know the gunners ones are a little different but you catch one down there uh you can catch one anywhere off the bed because them suckers they get used to them dropping the water out their back they're always i mean wiry as they yeah. get man uh but yeah there's a lot of misconceptions with it are you a and i feel like this is uh this is like a deep dive on a technique talk i normally don't even do this but i'm so intrigued by sight like i'm just i'm a such a nerd about it are you a Catch the male, never catch the male guy, or are you a catch the male uh, person? I'm a,
4: I'm a never catch same, the male same, guy.
3: Same, same. And and here's the thing, though. And I want ask you this:
4: now. In, no, no, that, no, no, that that's not true. That's not true. I just lied to you. I, I will catch the male if 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 whenever I'm fishing in the bed, and you know yeah. the male's bit ten times, and he's finally starting to swim it way off. If whenever I've have the male has my bait in his mouth and he's swimming way off. If that female pulls up there, yes. and like yeah, 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 just you know, right in the middle of the bed, and yeah. maybe chases a brim off or whatever. You, yeah, I'll pluck yes. him. Yeah, no I'll doubt. pluck him and catch her. No next no, flip, but no doubt. they have to. She they she has to have laid her eggs already for her to do that. Yep, if yep. she hasn't laid her eggs already, she she will leave. Yep, she'll get courted by another male and and she's you know we say. Whenever you catch the male, there's a fifty percent chance of you of you catching the That's female, right. and it's really not that great of a chance. No, um, no. It it they have to have I have already laid their eggs. Yes. To, to catch the female.
3: And and I think I, I've actually called Shaw Grigsby out on this because I learned so much from reading magazine articles with him when I was a kid, and every article is. Just the mail. get that mail out of the way <laughs> and i'm like these yeah. decoying son of a guns mm-hmm. These decoying son of a guns because and i don't
4: know if, if you you got to see it but two different times last week uh, when You're i throwing- didn't have a limit i threw yes males back yes. i threw one male back the first day whenever i had three bass yep that was a four and a quarter yep they had big, big males mail. in
3: south carolina yeah big males out there for whatever reason Mur- murray's the same way Hartwell's that way too Never understood it. Big males. Uh, but, yeah, but you got to. I, I got burned in a tournament of BFL. As a matter of fact, when I was like 18 or 19, I had a about a seven or eight pounder Zacusa River tournament over on Weiss Lake before power poles. And the only reason I say that is because this fish was at the back of a dock on a walkway between the walkway and the bank. And I ran to her right out of the giddy, and I had to beach my boat because the wind was blowing so hard to keep the back my co-owner loved me by the way because i was 19 Mm -hmm. first of all and i did him did him that way right out of the jump and i found this fish and there was a, a legendary sight fisherman named craig daniel from around here smith lake guru but he man he can see one anywhere he'd find one in my kitchen right now and uh and he had beat me over there the year before and and i and i'm like i'm not that's not happening this year like i'm gonna find everyone in my can that's all i did for three days was looking it was early and most people weren't looking for them. i found this giant and she had a little bitty buck with her and like i said young dumb didn't know any better and i've fished all the time but i still i just didn't you know wasn't putting it all together like well, i beat him to that fish i got set up on it and i hear a boat idling but in the back of the pocket it's craig i'm like oh my god and there's two four pounders behind me and i started on the big one and And uh, we always call Craig Squeeze, and he said, uh, he said, I'm proud of you, son. I didn't think nobody (laughs) would find that one. And I thought, the master. Like, I beat the master to this giant. Well, I flip in there, and she swims off, and I set the hook, and it's the buck. And I put him in the box. And about 10 minutes later, there she went. She never came back. He said, did you catch her? While he's working on one of the four pounders I was planning on catching and catching it. And I said, "No, man, I caught the mail." And he goes, "You done not mess that up, Lucas." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and I and that was a that was a life lesson right there, man. And I didn't think in that moment because, dude, you're you're a kid, you're young. Like, well, I should just throw this mail back. Well, I boxed it? It's a keeper. I got my first keeper. You just, you know what I mean? Like, I think back on that all the time and laugh because the things that you learn, you know, as you get older. But but that was coming off those Bassmaster magazine days, and I blame Shaw Grigsby for that, frankly.
4: <laughs> yeah. I, I know exactly what's from yeah. we've all we've all done it. Yeah. And I've had some that, that I I would have swore, you know, would have done it and put the mail in the box and
3: oh, no yeah. they swim off. Sometimes they do get weird. I, I caught one at Lake Hartwell one time, a big one in FLW, that there were there were two females on the bed and one male, and he would just not leave my cricket alone. He was not going to. And it was that deal where he swam off, and I and I hate to catch him. And I finally was just like, okay. And he's a two-pounder, and I think I had like three or four fish at the time. I catch him, put him in the box, and the biggest one was like five and a half. She immediately went up there, and I caught her next flip, and there was another one like four, and it swam off. It wouldn't bite. Um, it, it, it never even got back up there at all during the tournament. But uh, – but you know it's a 50/50 you're right that's that's interesting y'all y'all listening to this at home trust me this is this is juicy stuff from Drew Cook sight fishing uh sight fish master even though he's not going to tell you his secret all the way uh dude hmm. tell me about you and uh drew boys the cutline here let's get some promotion stuff in for all these youtube folks that watch and listen to uh, low budget Live
4: yeah me and uh, me and benton have a have a youtube channel called the cutline where you know we film everything, you know, from behind the scenes to the practice to the tournament. And it's going to be really cool, especially now that, you know, one of us won one since we've been doing it, you know, to, to see in practice or, or to be able to show, you know, people like in practice what it, you know, what it looked like and, and, and everything like that. I mean, I thought I could, I was going to do good. Um, but I, I, you know, obviously I didn't know I was going to win. Um and I really didn't know that the the one pocket that I had found was, was that special. But it it's gonna it's a really cool deal to be able to to document all that mm-hmm. stuff and and look back on it. But uh yeah, the the cut line on YouTube, that's you know, we, we there's a lot of good little nuggets in there that, that a lot of people don't get to see. And I mean just to see how how we practice like i didn't catch a a bass after the first day of practice it it was you know i was pot committed to what i was doing um the only reason i caught some the first day was because it was 22 degrees wow i was just kind of fishing around and feeling feeling way. make sure i can get a bite yeah you know jump ahead of ourselves
3: jumping jumping back real quick what do you think? Because I, I watched watching the weigh-in, and and you you and and Caleb and Brandon and and several of the guys, y'all did look like you were on another planet. Uh, now there were tons of bigs caught. Don't get me wrong. Um, but why do you think that area was so special? Just a bigger school of fish, or what? What was making those big ones? Because sometimes in sight fishing tournaments, you know, like I know, you run out of gas. Yeah. What kept those big ones yeah. coming in there? Do you think?
4: The the pocket that and and the pocket that I ended up catching most of my fish out of I had planned on burning it to the ground by twelve o'clock on day two <laughs> like there was not going to be anything left in there uh, and on day one you know I I had my I had you know almost thirty two pounds by eleven o'clock so I I got to get on the troll motor and, and really start looking and covered a lot of water and, and like went deeper in the pocket that I was in and, and looked and you know, in the, the pads way in the pads, because there was no bass in the pads, like spawning whenever we were in practice. Hmm. But by day two of the tournament, you know, there was a, a good bit of fish had moved up in there. And, um, the, the pocket that I was fishing, is the only pocket, really only pocket on the lake, the whole lake that had a a channel that went all the way to the back of it that had deep water. And deep water, when I say that, this is Santee Cooper term, <laughs> deep water. Um, you know, six foot of water in in the back of the, the cove was, was super deep. All the rest of them, you know, were a foot and a half deep, you know, from the mouth of it to the back of it. And I think that's what, was uh was key, and it had some, some some grass out in the middle of it that that helped them. You know, it, they were they were already sitting on that grass when that twenty two degree weather came, and then they just followed that little channel all the way to the back, and it just kept reloading. It was it was unbelievable. That's and the final day, you know, I, I ended up leaving that pocket, but I didn't go far. I just went right around the corner, and dude, I saw. I think I saw eleven of them that were over seven pounds. In the oh last, gosh! You know, hour and a half, but they weren't on bed. I found one on bed and I caught her, but they were they were getting ready to. Like the next day would have been Epic. unbelievable. there, <laughs> you know. Ugh. Goodness gracious!
3: Such a special fishery, man. Uh, a lot like Seminole where you're at down there. Just a lot of big fish and and certainly. Uh, certainly fun fun at the right times right like santee will leave you y'all were there in the fall it'll leave you scratching your head at times but man if you can uh all those stars line up you can have a week like you did dude and uh i'm proud for you i text you that dude i i really i pull for the good guys you're one of them and uh i want to say congrats and i appreciate you coming on
4: hey i appreciate you having me luke and uh it was it was definitely a week i'll I'll never forget. That's for sure. No doubt and, about it. You know, we can say long time coming. It hadn't been that long, but it. I was been gonna say now. Wait a second. It had. For, it,
3: I was gonna say not too long coming. <laughs> it's not too long coming now. 2019. Come on now. But it's uh, it's it's awesome, man. It's it was. I, I was I was smiling ear to ear whenever you caught that seven pound. I was like, all right, here we go. Here we
4: go. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. That was a a. a a clutch, clutch fish catch for sure. Yeah. And dude, I mean, and and you're the same way. I know. Whenever you were younger, you know, you you rehearsed your your yeah your winning speech, yeah. your classic speech, yeah. or you know, whatever. Man, I got up on that stage, and when Mercer said that, you know, my weight it was gone. I, I couldn't remember. Yeah, just emotions then. Yeah to to say it was just a it was a really cool, really cool deal. And for you know, I would have much rather had, you know, slammed the door on it, but it uh it was a a very stressful emotional day. (laughs) I can I can
3: I can imagine, man. And and I think that's what's gonna make that tournament go down in the history books is one that people remember for a very long time. Just because of the drama on the last day and all the big weights all week, like man, it was anybody's ball game. Even though you were, you never turned loose of it from day one. But dude, there were some people they were shooting at you every single oh, day, man. And it was, uh, it was, it was a fun, fun week to keep up with. And I'm glad you came out on top.
4: I uh, am too. I'm glad it all it all worked out. It was a a big deal for for me and the whole family. No really, no doubt,
3: no doubt. The baby
4: pattern prevails again that's right (laughs) the baby pattern
3: i love it man well drew good luck at chick and uh you're not fishing open at cherokee next week are you yep oh that's right i did i forgot we talked at toho that second morning i'll I'll see you uh i'm leaving in the morning i will see you over there sounds good Uh, have a good one
4: and uh drive safe and i'll see you in a few days
3: all right see you drew thanks man drew cook right there everybody he is uh, a classy dude, class act, and I'm sorry if I nerded out on sight fishing. I am – there's nothing on planet Earth in the fishing world that makes me as happy as sight fishing. And I and you get the people on social media like, I hate these sight fish tournaments. But the same people also say, I hate these smallmouth tournaments. And then they say, I hate these live-scoping tournaments. I hate turning I hate being entertained Learning Uh, It always cracks me up But people are like It don't take any skill To catch a fish on the bed Hmm. Hmm. Okay I hear you Billy I hear you Get out there and catch them Shoulder to shoulder with Drew Cook And call me after you're done Call me after you're done all right, so we're going to go from, uh, from, from a guy that caught him at Santee to another guy that caught him at Santee, and he catches him everywhere he goes. And he's at Redcrest right now, but he got his butt kicked yesterday. Ladies and gentlemen. We're fixing to get it. A Cox watch. Hey, man. John Boy. Hey, How are you? I've got these really killer sound effects for the Cox Watch now, and I don't think you can hear them on your end, but I'm, I'm doing them right now, and they're incredible. <laughs> like, and, and people, can you hear them? Yeah, I can okay, hear them. Okay, well, I had a guest the other day so said they couldn't hear them, so hang on one more time. Coxwatch! <laughs> Dude, oh, if, that's perfect. if you don't make somebody follow you around with that in, the, in like a 7-Eleven... Like Coxwatch, you just bought a slurpee. <laughs> like or Coxwatch, you just got some max set generals. <laughs> because I oh, get thanks. tagged with your hashtag Coxwatch all the time that I just said being funny, but it's a thing now, buddy. So I was uh, calling you so to bug you for a real life Coxwatch update because I'm I'm worried about you because you didn't catch a bass yesterday. I now, know,
1: I, man. I I'm i, I, mean, I do not even know what to say about that. I mean, it was it was uh it was one of those days you hope you never have uh, even in a practice or just a fun fishing day you know and i had it one of the biggest tournaments of the year so uh, it
3: was you, rough when you uh we have those you're like why do i bass fish this is terrible this is not fun this is not fun yeah, about this it, sport
1: it was it was funny that the way i was thinking i was thinking the same as everybody else that did really bad because we were all like jumping around the same spots, yeah, okay. you know, no, being able to know it was like it was like, oh, there's Andy Morgan, he's always catching them. What has he got? <laughs> oh no, he, he's got zero two. Okay, okay, we You're are like, in the wrong part. Maybe
3: of the we should move. Maybe we yeah, should move. yeah. And you've had some success at Grand, but man, I I want to say I haven't got to talk to you since right before the season started when I had you and Keith on and. And uh, mm-hmm. we've texted a couple times, but dude, you're just you're on another roll, leading Bassmaster Angler of the Year. And in the back of my mind, for some reason, it I never put together. Redcrest Like I was not Because I was like Oh he's not fishing BPT this year But you qualified last year And when you said Yeah "Yeah, I got to go to Redcrest Or the first day of practice At Redcrest I didn't even realize That you had to go From freaking Sandy (laughs) To Tam (laughs) Tulsa Yeah And so Did you show up for day Like you just got there Before day one right yeah, yeah,
1: we got there the night of the meeting, and uh okay, man, I'm telling you, that 15 hour drive turned into like a 20 something hour drive. Oh it was no! And, uh, the wife went with me, and she, you know, she's like, "All right, you go ahead and drive." You know, this tank out, and I, I didn't make it like 30 minutes, and I had I pulled over at a gas station and passed out for a while. Jeez, so it took, <laughs> it took us a while to get here, but.
3: And you you yeah. you've, you're coming off of several sight fishing tournaments and and Florida tournaments yeah. and all that, and then you get out there and you got to break out your damn snowmobile suit again. Uh, I know. It was like
1: one extreme to the next, you know, and then it was it was just, oh, uh, I just wasn't in the right mindset for this one. That's for, that's for
3: sure. I was gonna say you don't, and you're you're not a guy that gets stressed. I don't feel like at least you don't show it. And mm-hmm. when you got there and the weather's bad, and you've been doing one thing. I mean, how do you mentally approach that? Like when you gotta just put the boat in the water, no practice, go fish against some of the best in the world, like Yeah. How do you yeah, approach it? Like how do you how do you decide where you're gonna make your first cast, I guess?
1: Well, well, I uh I decided because when we were here last time, um I had a shot to win and I called him on in the, the tour spot. And yep. I'm like yeah, I'm like I'm going straight there. And uh and it was rough and it took me like an hour or so to get there. And then uh, when I got there, you know, half of our field was there. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> Word got out. They had watched.
1: Yeah, I they- texted Rob uh, and Kyle and all them, and I told them, I said, you guys covered it way too good. No man. doubt. And, uh, so, yeah, but that spot, it was just, it was trash, and there was too many of us. And,
3: so, it, uh, But yeah, it wasn't just, good. You know, Did anybody make the cut out
1: of there? I don't know. I knew when I got there, a couple guys already had some fish because uh, it took me forever to get down there because I was not getting wet. I was like, "I'm, <laughs> and I'm
3: You're like, "I'll be wet. done if I get wet in this cold water." Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So I got down there and they, a couple guys had some fish, and I'm like, "Oh, this is going to be great." And then everybody left, and I didn't catch any. <sighs> and then I, and it was so disappointing because I found them at the end of the day, and I, I called a five. Uh, five-something mm-hmm. with 20 seconds to go, uh, you know, on my fritz side, had him snagged in the back of the head. It was all full <laughs> panic, got him over the side of the boat. But I, I caught another one right there in that same cast. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is where they're staging up. And, uh, man, when I got back to the ramp, I was like another world. I was pumped. I was like, man, I'm going to jack him tomorrow, you know. And I must have been talking too much about how much I was going to jack him because I went out the next day, had like five guys following me, uh, oh, you know, gosh. spectators, oh, and they're like, gosh. they're ready for the – you know, the beatdown the Cox watch. Uh, they they were yeah.
3: they were cockswatching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't catch anything. <laughs> and they wild. were like, I want my money back. This is yeah. bull crap. I follow this guy around. He's this corn yeah. cornrow having phenom. He didn't catch shit. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. That's what they were probably all saying. Oh, dude,
3: now I'm uh, sure they. I'm sure they enjoyed it, regardless, man. They probably learned some stuff. But I got. I got to tell you, thank you. Your lovely bride ran me down at the classic. She goes, Luke. John said to give you this shirt. I wore it on the podcast a couple weeks ago. It's the most fantastic awesome. thing. Yeah. I've got to. I got to figure out a way. I'm going to frame it and hang it in the bar and grill. It's oh, got. Nice. It's got to go up in the bar and grill for. Oh, forever. that'd be cool. Yeah, it's, go, it's going. It's awesome. going on the wall. Uh, my buddy Chris Mitchell at Bass sent me a picture of somebody wearing it at the show, and he goes, "This is real life." Oh my god! <laughs> and then I sent him a picture of me wearing it, and I said, "Yeah, buddy," and I got one. He's like, "Seriously?" And then I think he said, "You got you got him one at some point." He said, oh, he, yeah, "Yeah, he's yeah. a proud owner of the uh, the Cornrow shirt." Yeah, yeah, I, it's funny. incredible. Your crew was walking around wearing them. Man, I was I was so. Uh, so pumped to get to to get to talk to the family there. Uh, so fast forward crash, you got to shake it off. You're going to go to the expo, do that thing. Yeah. Uh, then there's a uh, there's a lake. I'm trying to think of the name of it. Um, <laughs> you're leading. You're leading in this tournament truck called the Bassmaster Elite Series, and their next tournaments. Oh yeah, Chickamauga, <laughs> Coxamauga So yeah, yeah. so are you looking forward to that at all, Johnny? I,
1: I am. And, you know, when I wasn't catching any, you know, I always, uh, when I'm in a tournament, I got one, you know, the very next week or coming up. I always tried to do something in that tournament before that's kind of prepare me for that one. Uh, <laughs> and it was funny. I was out here and I started trolling around. I'm like, that's a bed right there. I swear that's a bed. You know, like it was, even though the <laughs> water is like 40 something degrees and it was actually I've never been in any of those pockets, but <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm thrilled. I can't wait to get to that one, and we're uh, actually I think we're going to drive from here, leave the truck and boat there, fly home for a couple of days, and then come back, and uh, okay, I mean that whole that whole next like that whole next group of them. I think it's like Chick Pickwick, Gunnersville. Um, Gunnersville. Yeah, you're going to be around the like, house, maybe some Fork in there. Yeah, like I mean, we're all right. I mean, it's it's fixing to it fun. Be, yeah, that'd be great
3: when so, you're when you're around for Pickwick. I Well, I think I'm at I think I'm at MPFL. Uh, I'm around. I'm around for Pickwick
1: twice, though.
3: So. Oh, that's right. Well, we got to do. We got. I got to get you, you guys up to the house, and uh, we got to do an LBL, but but have a, a oh yeah, that, a Cox yeah, watch awesome. party here at the Duncan yeah, Manor. Uh, we got to yeah, do that. Do we that. say it all the time. We got to do it. You're going to be around. To no, we'll do it sure. go. Yeah, get you guys up here. All right, buddy. Well, I just wanted to. Uh, I just wanted to pick your brain, and uh, and you know, and get a get a. Cox watch baby, Cox watch, you're welcome for that by the way Oh no, man, just, I
1: like that yeah, Hey,
3: Cox watch in full effect, category 5 Cox watch, that's what we got right now ladies and gentlemen It's, it's going to go to a Cox warning, it goes <laughs> from a watch to a warning, a chick baby, Cox warning <laughs> Oh my god Oh Well John, have fun buddy, I appreciate you letting me bug you And uh, is there anything you want to say about uh, like how bad you hate Keith or anything like that? <laughs> no, no okay we, i think they're
1: gonna figure it out we're gonna figure it out we haven't figured out yet but we're gonna figure i was out gonna i thing. had that
3: on my list before uh, you go uh, yeah I, I mean it seems like okay outside looking in it's not working yet
1: yeah it's no not, it's working not working yet it's not working no. yet it, it's and we're trying but it's like you know, Keith's You're- always like, "Oh, it's so bad," and I'm like, "Well, here you go here then, or here you have this." And, <laughs> you know, and it's like, and, you know, and then I find myself I'm like, you know, I don't know. So it's it's been tough. But now you know. both
3: gotten checks at the first two. Yeah, I know, and that and that was the goal, you know. Like, yeah,
1: get paid up. You know, it's like, yeah, just get checks and and you know, if one of us has ship. a shot. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, this last one, you know, we're going, and I got like seven fish on the beds and. You know, me and Keith are going to go split them up, and we get halfway there, we're in idle zone, and he's like, "I think I'm going to start offshore at a Carolina rig." I'm like, "What?" He said, "What?" I'm like, you I'm didn't like bring a game you "Even bringing it up in the I plan?" Like, I was like, "You even, you even have one tied on? You have enough line like, for that?" Yeah, I mean, I'm like, "What?" It's <laughs> so like I don't know. It's just, I think anyway, I'm going to start not.
3: offshore. Things that yeah, Keith I'm Carson's like, hey, not supposed to say in life.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, "What?" Did you, did you practice out there? Like I was just so confused. <laughs> so you know, it's not working yeah. yet, but you're going to figure yeah, it out. Yeah. It works when y'all are in the boat out.
3: together, but not competing yeah. against each other. Well, I, I, guess. I
1: mean, it's crazy. We make the same moves at the same yeah, time and it's same. just annoying. Like, <laughs> we get into the one spot at the same time. I'm catching him going towards him. He's coming towards me. And I'm like, dude, you got enough. You know, let me get it. Let me get the rest. He's like, okay. I'll Please eat. tell me, have you guys had
3: arguments like friendly fire brother? Like what the hell, dude? Uh, oh, I, yeah. Get we, your chatterbait we out of here. Yeah, we were in the
1: same spot and uh, he already had 15. I'm like, dude, you're getting a check. You're good. I was like, "I was like, let me get some space. And he's like, well, I'll troll. And if I see a good one, I'll, you know, I'll yell to you and, and be like right here. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but he didn't tell me he was going to be flipping the whole time too. And he was like, Jack, and I'm coming toward It's
3: my favorite Lord. thing that's ever been said on this podcast. Cause I love both of you so much. And I can imagine <laughs> how those conversations go. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. 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 God we'll bless. Him.
3: That's awesome. We'll buddy. All right, well, go, uh, go, uh, as my dad used to say, uh, Shake hands and uh, kiss babies But he used to say Kiss hands and shake babies So go Go <laughs> go,
1: go do that at Red
3: Crest <laughs>
1: Alright thanks Alright hey Tell I'm Jim definitely. Wilburn I said sup dog
3: <laughs> Alright <I'll> <laughs> right, see you, buddy <laughs> John Cox Ladies and gentlemen John Cox They're uh, Recording this a couple days earlier I think this is the first day Of the Red Crest Expo So He's uh, Going out there They got 10 guys fishing today And then 10 tomorrow And then the top Five from each will go to the top ten for Sunday to see who's going to win. I finally got the details on the format because it's a little different than what they normally do and uh, and all that good stuff. So Red Crest will be uh, be interesting, man. I'm anxious to see. I've talked about it the last couple of weeks. I'm anxious to see if they get a crowd at the expo, and I think I think that they will uh, for sure. You know, will it be the classic now? But uh, You know, a lot of industry support out there at it And a lot of booths And and I've had several people tell me they're going So it's going to be interesting, man It's going to be interesting Especially two weeks after the Classic See how this plays out date-wise, how they lay out So uh, I would have gone Had I not I, I roll out tomorrow for Cherokee So uh, couldn't pull that off. Wasn't going to miss Cherokee practice for Redcrest. But I will say somebody that is, Zach Burge, who's way up there in those Southern Open points, he is missing practice at Cherokee the second Redcrest is done. Of course, if he wins 300 Gs, he's probably not going to be too upset about it. Probably not going to be too upset about it. I want to say one thing really quick. Um, something that I got sent to me that I just find hilarious because – the uh, And I talk about it, I try not to spend too much time on this ever. But the ridiculous amount of, like, these meme pages and just these total human, uh, like, just cockroaches that hide behind their their keyboards and have probably never amount to anything in life. And even if they do, if that's what you do, like, you're just pathetic. But they made it. Somebody sent me this post that was made about Red Crest and a Scott Suggs post, like... Taking shots at Suggs, like who's this guy? And 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 apparently there were some funny comments. Like, yeah, well, he's a guy that won him one million dollars in one bass tournament one time. Like, um, and Suggs is a is a dear friend of mine, and I just found that hilarious. Like, he's one of the most successful people in life that I know, has won a lot of money, fantastic angler. And it's like, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna sit here in mom's basement and I'm gonna make a funny. Like, what? What, it's just, it's so stupid And uh, and I'm sure they'll make a cute meme of me Now that they did that And I don't care Because I don't look at any of their BS uh, Other than when it gets sent to me sometimes I'm like, yeah, okay uh, But it's funny It's funny to me I was just like, really? You're going to hate on a dude That's won, like, a lot of money bass fishing? Really? Bless your hearts Bless your hearts Alright, fixing get out of here With some Biloxi Blues Thank y'all Thank y'all for showing up each and every week I appreciate each and every one of you Got more hats coming very, very soon Uh, All the baits, Drew Cook mentioned there Those big bite baits, you can get them at Baitworks I'm just saying, I'm just saying If you got some sight fishing coming up, some flipping coming up Duncan Dash 10 gets you some of them baits he was talking about Because they're legit, I just ordered some myself To take to Cherokee, to be honest It's probably not going to be a bed fish still there But still, like, pitching around I think that it's something I want to... uh, spend a little more time with that's for sure take you out with some bluxy blues be sure to hug your mama and i will see y'all next week
2: to below, i never could make it last spanish moss a civil war ghosts well i'm gonna leave them in the past any direction lord i'll be fine it don't matter east or west North, south, wherever the wind blows I'm leaving those burdens in rest This highway, that does not know my name And I don't care, no, I don't care Heading my way for another place And I got three good tires and a spare Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there.